With every NHL offseason comes talks of trades around the league. And on today's episode, we'll be talking about three different guys that could be potential trade targets for the Dallas Stars this offseason. We'll talk about Jacob Chikrin. We'll talk about JT Miller. And then we'll end the show by talking about Jake DeBrus. We'll talk about why they would be good fits for the Stars and if it's possible for Dallas to go get them on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On podcast network your team every day i'm your host dane lewis your local expert on all things dallas stars hockey credentialed member of the dallas stars media coming to you on this friday june 3rd i hope you are having a fantastic day uh, and that your weekend is off to a good start and whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener of the show thank you for stopping by and for making locked on stars your first listen every single day be sure to subscribe to the show and follow on your favorite podcasting platform or on youtube if you do not do so already you can of course find me on twitter at dane double underscore lewis and our show as well at locked on stars but let's jump into what we're here to talk about on today's episode which if you listened in the cold open you know we're talking about some potential trade targets and this is probably the first of a few episodes talking about guys that the stars could make moves for and I wanted to start out with some of the bigger names on the market. It, it's more than likely that Dallas goes through this offseason without making any huge moves. And really, even last season, the biggest name they got was probably Ryan Suter. Uh, definitely not the best player they got, but at the time of acquiring him, uh, probably the biggest and most well-known name throughout the NHL. And these three guys certainly known very well. Um, by pretty much any fan who watches the NHL on a consistent basis. And I'm not necessarily here to say that Dallas will pursue any of these guys or that they'll acquire any of these guys. But I did see their names pop up in a lot of different trade talks throughout the internet. And I think it'd be interesting to at least wonder and think about whether or not the Stars could acquire them uh, this offseason to add to the roster for this coming season. And the first guy I want to talk about is a guy that plays within the Central Division. Jacob Chikrin, a defenseman for the Arizona Coyotes, age 24. And so the, uh, right off the bat, obviously a red flag with this one, at least as far as the trade actually happening, is that this would be a trade within the division. However, these would be this would be a trade between two different teams that are in two very different places. The Arizona Coyotes still very much in the middle of a full rebuild, and the Dallas Stars not in a rebuild, but not necessarily in a championship window, but still aspiring to be a playoff team this coming season and Chikrin is an interesting player because he did deal with some lower body injuries that kept him out for some games this season he only played 47 games in total where he put up a seven goal 14 assist 21 point season so not terrible but also any Coyotes player you do have to take into account that they play well for the Coyotes and so even if he is able to play an entire season I'm not sure how impressive Chikrin's numbers are going to be however for defensemen those are not bad offensive numbers for only 47 games played. But then if you even look at his past track record, you'll see some pretty good numbers. He played all 56 games in the 2021 season and put up 18 goals, 23 assists, totaling 41 points. And 
pretty much any stars defenseman I would have loved to have seen that stat line from this season. And I think he could be a really interesting add for this Dallas Stars roster, especially if John Klingberg does leave at some point this offseason. And I think that's really the only scenario in which the Dallas Stars would even consider pursuing a player like Chikrin. That is, of course, if John Klingberg does actually depart this offseason and go to play somewhere else and it would somewhat make sense given the contract situation uh current contract for jacob chikrin is 4.6 million dollars a season john klingberg was making 4.25 million per season so only a little bit more money for jacob chikrin nothing too crazy um but i mean you're not gonna more than likely you know be breaking the bank to get this guy um he's still on contract for a few seasons with that 4.6 million dollars per season so not paying him too much more than you know, we would have been playing paying John Klingberg and Chikrin is considerably younger. You I mean you could make the argument at 24 years old that he is supposed to be right now in the prime of his career. And we've already seen what happens when one Coyotes player gets a change of scenery to Dallas. We saw that with Scott Wedgwood. He played incredible. And I have every reason to believe that Jacob Chikram could make a really nice impression here in Texas as well because he is an incredibly fast player. He's a really good offensive threat for a defenseman. I think he could just come in and maybe not be you know everything that John Klingberg was or play the exact same way, but he could kind of be that John Klingberg substitute but be a little bit younger, a guy that could go out and play with Miro Haskinen if needed or play some minutes with Essa Lindell or Yanni Hockenpah, whoever they need to put him with. And of course, that will come down to the coaching staff that is put in place. The only glaring issue with this move outside of it, maybe, you know, already being an issue with it being a division trade, uh, which again, I don't know if that would be a huge issue because um, Arizona obviously looking to stockpile prospects and draft picks and Dallas looking to add better players to their roster so they can make it deeper in the playoffs. But according to some news sites on Twitter um, and just websites in general across the internet, it looks like back during the regular season before the trade deadline when Chikrin was still on the market before his lower body injury the Coyotes wanted a first round pick a young player and a prospect and so that's a lot to ask for I think if you're Dallas there's a possibility at pick number 18 in this year's draft that there's not really anyone that you're just dying to get we'll dive into some draft prospects a little bit later on in the summer but I think it comes down to the prospect and young player, especially the young player. If you're Dallas, that's a pretty short list of guys that you could give up because there's a lot of young players that need to be a part of the future in Dallas or they're guys that the Arizona Coyotes probably wouldn't want. Uh, you know, Jacob Peterson is a guy that comes to mind, but I think based on how he played this last season, Dallas would like to keep him around at least a little bit longer. Uh, Marion Studenich is a young guy, but I don't know. I mean, his sample size is just so small. Is he a guy that the Arizona Coyotes would actually want? Thomas Harley, I think, also has a future with this Dallas organization. There's a few other young players as well, like Rope and Robo, but obviously those guys are off the table as well. Those guys should be in due for, due for new contracts sometime soon. So I think this would be a really tricky trade to make just because of what Arizona would want. However, I mean, crazier things have happened. I think we could potentially see the Dallas Stars look to pursue a guy like Chikrun if especially if John Klingberg does depart this offseason because there will need to be some sort of substitution for a defenseman as good as Thomas Harley had moments this past season I don't know if he's quite ready to step into that role and I don't really know who else could step into that role to do what John Klingberg has been doing for the past several seasons well coming up next we are going to take a look at JT Miller and 
talk about why he would be a good fit for the Dallas Stars and if it's at all possible that the Stars could make a move for him this summer. All of that coming up after a quick break. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. Hey, Stars fans, Dane here. Got a quick message for you, and then we'll jump right back into today's episode. We've put together a survey so we can learn more about the listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On Podcast. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thank you guys for your help, and let's get back into today's episode. Moving on on this Friday episode of Locked on Stars, this is your host, Dane Lewis, at Dane double underscore Lewis on Twitter, at Locked on Stars on Twitter as well. Thank you guys so much again for listening, for making us your first listen of the day. We are continuing to talk about potential trade targets for the Stars this offseason. We talked about Jacob Chikrin, and now we're going to shift focus to another Western Conference team, but a team in the Pacific Division the Vancouver Canucks, and of course we are talking about J.T. Miller, a guy that was one of the biggest names during the regular season leading up to the trade deadline. A lot of people thought that J.T. Miller was going to go to a championship contending team, but then the Vancouver Canucks became a playoff contender uh, and had a fantastic season after hiring Bruce Boudreau as the head coach. They just missed out on the playoffs, uh, a little bit of a rough start to the regular season, probably set them too far behind in a loaded and competitive Western Conference wildcard race. But they were a team that were in the thick of things up until about the last 10 to 14 days of the season. And the future is very bright. And I think the Vancouver Canucks wanted to hold on to JT Miller in hopes that they could clinch a playoff berth and see how far they could go. It didn't happen. Uh, but now his name is starting to pop back up in trade talks this summer, despite Vancouver still looking to be a playoff team next season with all of the talent that they have on that roster. But it really just comes down to a money thing for the Canucks. I mean, if Vancouver wants to keep JT Miller, they will likely have to have, you know, more money on the roster dedicated towards him. And they would have to give up a piece like their captain Horvat or even a guy like Brock Besser. So it's just one of those things of would they rather have to shell out all this money and keep JT Miller, or do they want to lose maybe one or two other big pieces from this past season's team, or do they move on from JT Miller so they can add, keep these other pieces and maybe hope that a prospect comes through or another draft pick or another trade works out in their favor. That's a different topic for another day. And I'm sure people that cover the Canucks are talking about that as we speak. And on the ice, there is absolutely nothing to dislike about JT Miller. He 
just had his breakout year. He's been in the league for a little while now, but had his best season to date with 32 goals, 67 assists, totaling 99 points, one point shy of a 100 point season. I mean, he was nothing short of fantastic this past year for the Canucks. I know Stars fans know that firsthand. He, as well as the other big names, Pedersen, Besser, Horvat, all had big games against the Dallas Stars in all three of their meetings this season. It was frustrating to watch, but you have to admit and have to admire the player that JT Miller is. I mean, he is just an incredible offensive weapon, one of the most underrated offensive weapons in the NHL right now, in my opinion, if you ask me. He's just a well-kept secret, I feel like, because he plays for a Canucks team that was not really in playoff talks that much this season up until the end and obviously isn't there now. But he is just a phenomenal player, and I think he would be a great addition to this star's roster because he's a veteran at 29 years old. He's been around the league long enough to not, you know, not be considered a rookie, not be considered a new guy, but also still has a little bit of juice left in the tank and still has obviously a ton of offensive firepower still in his arsenal with 99 points this past season. But the only, only issue, or maybe not the only issue, but the biggest issue will, of course, be money. It's the same thing with the Canucks. They have to worry about money and whether or not they want to keep other pieces or hold on to JT Miller or vice versa. And it would be the same with any other team looking to acquire him. JT Miller is currently making $5.25 million. So, I mean, again, not a ton of money, but you also have to take into account for the stars, the other guys that they're wanting to pay either this offseason or next offseason, whether it's Jason Robertson, Jake Ottinger, Rope Hints. I mean, and obviously we've talked about this past week with Sagan and Ben's contracts. Those are still looming large, tons of money. Are they going to hold on to John Klingberg? Who else could they be looking to extend? You got Vlad Nemestikov, who could be up for an extension. Denis Gurionov could be up for an extension. There's a lot that goes into it, and adding JT Miller would certainly make things a lot more chaotic, and it would also mean the departure of likely quite a few different players, guys like Denis Gurionov probably not coming back um, if JT Miller does come to Dallas. So the Stars would likely have to give up a pretty decent player or some picks to get him. Uh, I don't think Dallas would be considered a front runner in this race, which is a shame uh, because, again, the talent is absolutely there for JT Miller. I think he could fit in fantastic maybe with Sagan and Ben on the second line or maybe even a third bottom six guy, a third line guy. Uh, I wouldn't anticipate him being there, but I think he could be plugged into just about anywhere on this offense uh, and it really help provide that secondary scoring, which it would just be absolutely insane considering he was one of the primary options in Vancouver. If there's a way that we could have him on a second line for this stars team behind hence Pavelski Robertson, I think that would just add a whole new dynamic to this stars team and it would be incredibly fun to watch. But again, there's going to be so many other teams out there trying to get JT Miller that have a lot more money to offer him and that have better rosters that would be in better shape to make a playoff run that goes deep and potentially even a Stanley Cup championship run. So a lot of that to consider. I personally would love to see JT Miller in victory green next season, but I do not think it will happen. But we'll have to see what happens with his name throughout the offseason and especially around draft time. We're going to take another quick break, but when we come back, we will talk about our final trade prospect of the day. That is, of course, a guy that currently plays for the Boston Bruins, Jake DeBrusque. Happy Friday, everybody. We are closing out this week's Locked on Stars with the final segment of today's episode, talking about our third and final potential trade piece for the Dallas Stars, or rather a piece that they could acquire via trade for their roster 
And if you were listening before the break, you know that that is Jake DeBrusque of the Boston Bruins. This was another guy who was talked about heavily in the regular season, especially around the trade deadline. This is a guy that put in a trade request with the Boston Bruins. And even after his two-year deal that he signed right before the trade deadline, or yeah, right at or around the trade deadline, um, he was not moved, but still never really pulled his trade request. So a lot of people believe that he will get moved sometime around the draft, if not on night one of the NHL draft. I believe that is on July 7th. DeBrus currently making $4 million a season right now for the Bruins. He's 25 years old and had 25 goals, 17 assists, and 42 points total in 77 games played this past season. Similar to JT Miller, there's a ton to like with how DeBrusque plays his game offensively. He's another guy that could come in and provide some excellent secondary scoring. He's a guy that Dallas doesn't really have on their roster uh, You know, when it comes to his skill set outside of maybe the guys on the top line. Uh, I think that he is one of the more underrated purely goal scorers in the league. Um, he's really speedy and really crafty the way that he moves with the puck, especially around the net. And he just likes to shoot. And I think that there's a lack of that on this Dallas roster outside of, again, maybe a few guys on that top line. But on the secondary scoring end, there's not a whole lot of guys that really like to shoot the puck. I think one of the issues for the Stars this past season was maybe a little too much puck movement, which feels weird to complain about. But if you watch the Stars this season, you know what I'm talking about, those moments where we're saying, you've got to shoot the puck. Please, you were open. You had a great shot, but yet you made the extra unnecessary pass. Jake DeBrus doesn't seem like a guy that would do that very often. He seems like a guy that if he gets a good shot, if he gets a good look, he is going to pull the trigger, and there's a really good chance that he could connect on that shot. And of the guys I've talked about on today's episode, I think this could be the most likely trade that could go down because it is an East and Western Conference trade deal. This wouldn't be Boston trading to a division rival or even a team in the Eastern Conference. This would be to a team in Dallas that they would only see twice a season, once at home and once on the road. And the Boston Bruins, as of right now, do not possess a first-round pick. Dallas has the 18th overall pick right now in the first round of the 2022 NHL draft. So I say if Dallas can't find anyone that they absolutely love and absolutely think could be a franchise altering player i feel like those are the kind of guys you go after in the first round of the nhl draft maybe there won't be a guy there at 18 that the dallas stars really love i think that there's a chance that they could try to make a move and if debrusque hasn't already been dealt for at that point in the draft why not try to go out and get him i mean maybe boston will have their eyes on somebody that they think is a well-kept secret i can't guarantee that that's something that's going to happen there is a great chance that another team makes a move to send their draft pick to boston in order to get debrusque if the same problem arises and that's what makes this time of year so interesting and so fun. Professional sports drafts in general just are, are so interesting to a select group of people, but it is for the reason that you can see these kind of moves get made. I mean, there could be a team that has no draft pick, but they have their eyes on a draftee, on a prospect that they think could be really good, and they just have to wait for someone to offer them the draft pick in order to send off another player. So maybe that could be Jake DeBrusque, and maybe we could see him wearing victory green uh, in the fall, which I think could be really exciting. Similar to JT Miller, I think that they both provide the same pros uh, as far as coming to Dallas and the cons. I mean, you would kind of have to look at the contract. And again, that's kind of another thing that could hinder this deal is how much money DeBrusque would eventually want. Um, his, his deal right now, again, only two years, $4 million a season. So he might be wanting a little bit more money than that later. But 
if this is maybe a championship window that Dallas thinks could be closing sometime soon, maybe you go try to get DeBrusque. Uh, and especially with this last year, with it likely being Joe Pavelski's last season, you try to send him out on top and try to load up and make a championship run. I don't think that that's how the Stars will approach these next few years, but you never know. I think DeBrusque is the most likely trade right now as far as the big names on the market but feel free to let me know if you're watching on youtube in the comments let me know what you think about any of these guys that we talked about or if there's another name on the trade market that you think would be a great fit in dallas next season but that's going to do it for today's episode of locked on stars thank you so much again for tuning in and for making us your first listen of the day now for your second listen check out the locked on nhl podcast from first-round matchups to each Stanley Cup kiss, Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It's absolutely free and available wherever you get your podcast at. Just like the Locked On Stars podcast, be sure to subscribe to our show and follow our show if you do not do so already. You can find and follow me on Twitter at Dane Double underscore Lewis and our show as well at Locked On Stars. Hope you have a great weekend, Stars fans. We'll see you back here on Monday for more off-season content.